Hello, hello, hello. 6 a.m. runners, 6 a.m. family. What's going on, guys? As always, wanted to kind of start these episodes off with some gratitude to all of you guys for listening to us and our show growing each and every episode. And now we're at three a week. And I really thank you guys for listening. And our running community just continues to be so supportive. And obviously, you guys know community is a big thing for us. And that's why outside of 6amrun.com, we want to continue to do these podcasts for you guys. I don't want to waste any more time. I'm really excited for the next person we have on running, fitness. You guys know what our show is about. This person embodies that. Joe Martin, welcome to the 6am Run Podcast. How are you today, sir? Tommy, thanks so much for having me on, man. I'm excited to be here. Good, good, good. Please, I always say, and I aspire to do this myself, I think you can be your own best hype man. You know why I pinged you and asked you to be on this show. Do you mind kind of telling everyone who you are, what you do, and why you know I really wanted you to talk to our running community today? Sure, absolutely, man. So, yeah, so my, name, my name is Joe Martin. I live in Huntsville, Alabama, north part of Alabama. So what I do is I do outdoor fitness classes for women. So I've been a fitness professional since the year 2000, right out of college, never had a real job, thankfully. So this is what I've done, man. And then wow. 13 years ago, I started my own business. So I uh, adventure boot camp for women is what we do. I also do some online coaching and personal training, all that good stuff. Wow. That's it. And I've been focusing just training women for the past 13, almost 14 years. That's awesome. And now real quick. So what was it about women? Did you feel like they needed some more, you know, I think sometimes people see like a void, right? And they, they kind of go after stuff. Is that what you're thinking here? Like, did you see something was not being done? Right. Yeah. So I was working in gyms, like I said, since the year 2000, and I would give a lot of women their tours at the gym. And you could just see in their eyes, that, you know, this, this isn't a good fit for me. This is not what I want. You know, and I think about my mom who would go to a gym and she might walk on a treadmill or something, but the rest of the gym, it might as well have caution tape around it. So um, it, at the time, there was curves. Um, if you heard about it, this, like a circuit training just for women. That was the only thing just for women. I just wanted to have a, give them a community of their own where they have to worry about hair, or makeup, or dudes hitting on them, and all those things that are kind of think of as, you know, kind of barriers to the gym. And they could just come up and work out with each other and make friends. And, you know, kind of wow. my, my idea was, you know, I stole a Starbucks idea. I wanted home, work. And boot camp, their fitness class, you know, that's their third place, right? And women are much better at gelling and building community than, than the guys I was training. Women listen better. They're tougher. I mean, they, they look better. They smell better. So they checked all the boxes. The fitness journey, I'm going to be very real with you on my perception on physical fitness and personal training and things like that. I believe that and we live in a day and age, right, where like, you can find out how to do a particular workout or an, an exercise on YouTube, right? Where I feel like the personal trainers and fitness instruction, whatever you want to call it, where I feel like someone in your position excels is the people that take it to a next level. And it's that guy that says, or woman, that look, I'm going to motivate you to go do above and beyond, right? You want to do an extra set. I'm going to be here to push you to your breaking point. I'm going to motivate you. I'm going to be your best friend in this journey, right? I'm going to also get help with your diet with an all around focus, right? I don't like personal trainers that just sit there and tell people, all right, here's what you do. Here's just how you do it. We're just here for one hour. And then it's kind of like a cut and dry. In my experience, Listen, I'm no pro by any means, but I've been in the gym settings almost all my life. And there's such a difference in personal trainers in the elite successful ones and the ones that you can just tell are there to, to meet a quota and take a check. Would you agree? Absolutely, man. I mean, a huge part of it is accountability. You've got a running community. 
how much better is it when you go run with somebody rather than when you're by yourself and it's right. dark and it's six o'clock in the morning and you don't feel like being there. But if your running partner shows up, guess what? You're going to get it done. If they're by yourself and it's like, well, maybe I'll sleep in there. You know? right. or, and then they're going to push you. They're going to make you get a little bit faster. A trainer can do that. A running partner can do that. Um, and it's that group atmosphere. You, know? yeah. you can push a little bit harder, go a little bit further and say, oh, well, she can do it. I can do it. Or if that guy can do it, I can. That's a huge part of it. And for me, it's, it's that building that community because when people, when they want to show up, you know, they love the, love the workouts, but they also love the people they're with. I mean, that is huge. Yeah. Especially in this day and age when we're all on the internet, right? We don't make those face-to-face connections like we used to. So if you can do that with your fitness and combine that with your, your social life and your fitness and your mental health all in one place, man, that, that's a powerful combination. If you don't mind me asking, let's backtrack. You kind of talked about, uh, you know, Zoom and where we are in today's day and age. During the pandemic, I feel like it's funny people were divided on the pandemic itself. We try not to address anything that brings division in our industry. But let me ask you this. I do also feel there was a little division. There was people who I feel like put on a pandemic, you know, kind of 20 maybe. Um, I kind of fell a, a little victim to that myself. Let me kind of go there, you know, because it's like you're home, right? When you're home, you're used to walking to the pantry. You're used to snacking. I love that I'm back at work because here it's like I'm back to my regular routine. There's no pantry in our warehouse, right? But at the same time, too, then I quickly realized, well, wait a minute. No, now I'm home. I actually have more time to go running, right? I actually found out there's more time because I think work work kind of wasn't what it was. You didn't have to work nine to five anymore. I could go run during the day and send out emails at night, right? Working hours really changed during the pandemic. Did you kind of see that divide, too? Half of people are like, oh, shit, I'm going to get it done now. I'm going to get in shape. And other half of people probably after the pandemic are now calling you and saying, dude, I effed up during the pandemic. I got to get my ass back in shape. I think almost everybody was thrown off, right? Because this is something we've never dealt with in human history, right? This is new to anyone you know that's alive right now. So it's okay. It's natural that when you're thrown off your routine, everything kind of goes in the game, right? right? Even if it's a good thing, when you realize, oh, I have more time, but that's a mixed bag. Because before you had to get it done at this time, right? right? Now, oh, I can do it in the next hour. And the next day, no, you're doing laundry or you're walking the dog. Something that, other than that run or that workout you're going to do. Because we have online classes that people can do anytime. And that's great. And it's not. Because I tell people, you need to make that appointment. Make that an appointment. Your workout's an appointment. Just like right. your most important client you meet during the week. Otherwise, you're not going to get it done because if it's just, if any time is no time. So yeah, having that schedule where it's kind of, I can work out anytime I want. Most people did not work out at all. It's a weird thing. We are thrive on a schedule. You know, you're on vacation and it's awesome and all that, but then you kind of like getting back and getting back into the routine. It's kind of yeah. like, yeah, you know, so we are routine people for most part. So yeah, I saw a lot of people that they, that at the very beginning, they were, oh, this isn't that great, but then they got into the new routine and started crushing that. And then it got thrown off again when they had to go back to work and get right. back to the old routine. So it's mainly about routines rather than anything else. Yeah. And some people are just now coming out of that. They're just no. getting back to, to regular life. Back to your working out. Let's talk a little bit about that and maybe any advice we can kind of give some people. You talk about your boot camp and things like that. Can you tell us a little bit about your style? If, if someone wants to... By the way, guys, we're going to make sure we put all of your stuff in our bio and everything, right, Joe? So all that stuff will be there. But real quick, let's back up. Your style and your boot camp, what does that consist of? Cardio, weights, what are your thoughts? Yes, we, let's say for our 5.30 a.m. class, we meet Monday through okay. Friday. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, that's going to be strength-based. Um, I, I consider strength training the fountain of, if you think about it, 
your independence is based on your strength. You know, right. you no longer get up off the toilet or out of the chair or whatever. Someone's going to have to help you. So you're no longer independent. So the, the longer you can do squats and push yourself and all that good stuff, that's kind of your independence. So we, we really focus on that from body workouts. And I kind of, it, it's the basics, you know, that's why I call it boot camp because it's just back to the basics. It's right. we're not yelling and screaming and, and, and kicking you in the nut in the mud or anything like that. Just kind of get back to the basics, you know, push, right. pull, squat, hinge, lunge, twist, you know, locomotion like running or skipping or things like that. It's really just the basics when we get back to strengthen that core, get the hips and the stomach, and low back, all the kind of and those hip flexors. Hip flexors are huge, especially for runners. If you sit it behind the desk a lot, those hip flexors are no longer your friend. You know? Yeah. And then Tuesday, Thursday, that's cardio, core, mobility, stretching, kind of yoga based, kind of cardio kickboxing, something like that. Just kind of hit all the areas. Awesome. Diet. We kind of touched a little bit on it. What's your thing? Cheating, diet, like what's the big thing you recommend when it comes to eating habits and eating? For me, it's get it right 80% of the time because perfectionism tends to mess people up because then, oh, I messed up. Oh, I had a cheeseburger. I might as well eat seven cheeseburgers. You know, it kind of goes out the window if you're trying to be that perfect eater all the time. So right. you know, 80% try to get it right, which is a lot of meals, man. Four out of five meals trying to get that right. It's, it's pretty tough. But Wow. But then you give yourself that grace. So on Friday night, you want to go out and have pizza and beers with the boys or whoever, what you ever want to do. That, that's cool. You go do that. But then, you know, wake up in the morning and have some a healthy breakfast. So, and get back to eating whole natural foods, things that your body knows how to use and process and get rid of, use for energy and all that stuff. So, yeah, it's just the basics for me. If most people, if, you're, if they're an F in nutrition, if you can get them to a C you know, on the grade, grade chart right there, that's a huge, huge progress right there. You know, right. getting back to eating vegetables and fruits and, and lean proteins. The basics for me is what works for everything. Now we can get into all the other stuff, but if we can just start right there, hey, drink enough water, get you some more produce in there. Produce and protein for most women that I train is a game changer. Mm -hmm. uh, most of them don't get enough protein or produce and then add some water in there. And you can start there. I mean, it doesn't have to, I'm not a nutritionist, not a dietitian. I get them, I work on the basics. We work on habits more than anything else. Like you talked about snacking earlier. Just talk about, hey, if there's something that keeps tripping you up, Keep it out of the house. Don't right. put that in your house. You know, if it's not there, you're not going to eat it. I, I'm no genius, but I know that. And if, but if you do have to, you know, I train mom, a lot of moms, keep the snacks where you don't see them all the time. If you bought them for the kids, hide them behind all that other stuff. When you don't open the pantry, you're sitting there looking at chocolate chip cookies every time you go in that pantry. Just little tricks like that. It's more habit-based than anything else. Right. With women, I wish sometimes a little bit of me right now wishes maybe that we had uh, had a female co-host right now. But let me ask you, obviously, women's bodies go through much more than men, right? You have menstrual cycles, you're having and giving birth to children. I think women's bodies, they are, again, I want to make sure I'm sensitive to the subject. But did you have to break it down like, okay, during this week of the month? Because um, I know sometimes for even my wife, you know what I mean? There's some things that go into it like on certain weeks, you know, she's craving more sweets and more tired. And I can tell, you know, okay, this is that week, right? Do you see yourself kind of adapting to also women's changes? Also women coming back to you after having babies. I'm sure that's a big thing, right? Like, Hey, just had my kid want to get back to it. Also forget just getting back in shape. My big thing is fitness and core value of just, you know, a healthy lifestyle is just a happier person. Can you talk a little bit about that and dealing with women? I'm sure that's a lot of some of the stuff you're dealing with probably with that women 25 to 40, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and now we're, there's doing even, you know, we deal with menopause and all those, those hormone changes, all those different things. There's a lot that goes in. If you're a young trainer right now, looking to train with women, 
there's a lot that goes into it, man, but I recommend where they're the most amazing, but you will get caught in some awkward conversations as a young man. So I've been doing this a long time and uh, man, my face used to turn so red and my ears, I'll be like, man, I'll get inside my shirt. But that's when they trust you, man. They will just tell you these things because they trust you and you can help them. A right. lot of it, it's not these big sweeping changes you have to make. There's little adjustments you have to make and just let them know that, hey, it's okay if you need to slow down today, if you need to take breaks, we need to modify. You know, every exercise I offer, here's the way to do it. And here's, if you need low impact or an alternative here, or if you want to make it harder, that way you can have, you know, my mom who's in her 70s in, in a class, and then somebody's getting ready for the Boston Marathon. We can all get the same class together. Wow. Oh, man, you're hitting every cylinder and everything I like to talk about. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think I want to just double check. Do you have your own podcast? I think you also are, or is this just, you know, more you're focused on the fitness thing and things like that? Yeah. So my podcast is Relentless Positivity. Kind of just, you know, during the pandemic, all I was seeing on the news was negative stories, negative people, negative things going on. I just got the cycle. Wow. It's so negative. I just want to combat that, have people like yourself, man. I'd love to have you come on because I love awesome. your energy and, and on the things that you're doing. And this is positive, getting out this health information out there and, and yeah, people become better runners or better people. And it's not just about running, it's overall thing. And that's what I want to do. Have people on interesting people that are uplifting and getting the positive energy out in the world. And I wrote a book too, Relentless Positivity. Wrote a book wow. about that. And just I think people need that in their life right now. And, and the response has been great. You know, I became an Amazon bestseller just because people are looking for something a little bit different than the news cycle that is on there right now. So I like that you don't address that on your show, that the news is not something you bring up. No, I think physical fitness for me, we had a hypnosis. This show's not been published yet, but you know, there's an escape, right? Like you just, you really want to, you want to A, get yourself healthy, obviously. And one thing we did say during the pandemic was, look, uh, you know, if you're leaving your house, you are at risk of getting this thing, right? But like, at least if you can take care of your physical fitness, what I felt like I wish, and, and I don't want to get too into the mud, but I wish the news was at least saying or portraying was, look, Yes, unfortunately, people are losing their lives. Unfortunately, yes, people are so affected by this. But it just seemed in large part like the healthiest of the healthiest, even if they were catching it, it was minor symptoms, right? Now, I just wish that, like I said, more news or stations and regardless what side of the political fence you fall on, I didn't like that, you know, it was like a political thing. It's physical fitness at the end of the day is a universal thing, right? There's no sides to physical fitness. Now, you might have different methods to getting to your physical fitness and all bodies and people are different. And I love that you said you take each person one by one and assess what they're going to do. But like, that's where like, I just didn't like the, the vibe at that moment. And it was like, dude, this is a perfect opportunity. Um, you're kind of getting me off on a rant right now, Joe, but like, this is a perfect opportunity to say to people, wash your hands, eat right, be clean. Like there was so many opportunities here to really help people change the way they live. And I feel like that was a very big missed opportunity over the past two years. Now, I think physical fitness did strive a little bit, but that was because people were looking for it on their own. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, so I was the same way. I think any fitness person, we were all sitting back like, okay, maybe maybe this is the month they'll mention that this is pretty good to be in, in shape and stuff like that. And it affected people that were in great shape. Don't get me wrong on that. But give yourself a fighting chance. Just like, you know, I've suffered from depression in the past. And it's when I quit working out, got off my schedule, I went to sleep and right. Doing those things, it starts coming back, you know. Wow. So give yourself a fighting chance. You know, it's not going to be the perfect cure. It's not like you're going to go running and all of a sudden everything's all hunky-dory. You know, but give yourself that fighting chance. Taking care of your body, it all feeds together. The mental and the physical and emotional all are a big cycle. They feed into each other. So I just tell people, hey, what's the negative? You've been in great shape. I'm fighting this thing off, you know? Right. So it's just 
give people fighting chance, whether whatever it is. What I try. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Talk about, you said your first class is 5.30. Let me get into this with you. I love hearing that. You're one of my first guests that talk about like a 5.30. Obviously, to get ready for a class at 5.30, that doesn't mean you wake up at 5.30. What's your daily routine on sleep? To get up at, let's say, I'm going to assume, correct me if I'm wrong, you're probably like a 4, 4.30 riser to, to be at that class by 5.30? Yeah, 4 a.m. Wow. What's your nightly kind of ritual to make sure that that happens and you're productive during the day? That's You beat me. I'm envious to that. But tell me, how do you get yourself up, Adam, and, and then function throughout the day without being tired? Yeah, so this, you don't envy me. 4 a.m. is not that great. I'm not going to lie. Man, it's, it's not my, that's the only hard thing I do all day long is get up early. I love the, everything else that happens in my day. I get up early. Um, I don't get to bed on time most of the time. And sleep is my absolute, that's my number one goal every night. Like when I wake up, like, I'm going to sleep on time at night. Right, right, right. It never happens, right? Yeah, yeah, You know, you, you own a business, you know, there's stuff to do that's got to get done, and then you can go to sleep. So, so and, and I have a 16-year-old. You have a 14-year-old, and he plays basketball. He's doing that travel ball season starting back up. So normally yeah. weekends, he can kind of recover, but not now. You're on the road, man, and you're going to be in a basketball gym, and you're going to be uh, eating probably not the greatest nutrition. No, absolutely. But, yeah, so what I do is you know, up, up at 4 a.m., and I go in there and start making some coffee while I'm doing that. I do a, do a devotional in my Bible study. I do a little bit of yoga, like five minutes of yoga. I can talk myself into five minutes of yoga. So that's that's something I've taught my clients that, you know, you may not have an hour or 30 minutes, but you, if you've got five minutes, do a couple push-ups and squats. Or like I do yoga. I need to get more flexible and mobile. So I do that while the coffee's brewing, and then I unload the dishwasher, and then I go in and do a little bit of work and kind of get my day started that way. But just kind of get up and get moving, drink some water. That's kind of the three things I do to get my spiritual health going, and that's how I get my day started every day. Tell me a little bit too, back up a little, you know, it looks, you're not wrong. I always say this, nobody loves getting up early in the morning. I, Sundays are my kind of sleeping day. And then this past Sunday, it was like, I slept till 10 in the morning. Like that was just amazing. And yeah, nights is having kids. You're right. Talk to me though, um, a little bit too, though. You're enamored in the fitness industry, right? This is, you eat this, breathe this, sleep this. You, you are so fitness and, and even us, right? We are. Someone who's in the fitness industry 24-7, what do you do as like a getaway from that? Would it be family, sports, TV? What's kind of like a splurge for Joe Martin? Yeah, that is some stuff I do. I like all that stuff. You know, I go to church, I read a lot of books, some business stuff. A lot of it's just, uh, that's one of my routines at night and free to kind of power down. Uh, used to do jujitsu until my schedule kind of filled up. That was something I like sports and basketball, that type of stuff. Mainly, I'm pretty lame. I don't really have hobbies. So <laughs> it's, it's family time or work time for me, pretty much. Right. I don't have many hobbies or anything like that, which is fine. I did just get a VR headset. You got you up on those things, man. Yeah. Well, let me go back. Now I remember what I was trying to get at because we're going so you're such a high energy guy and I, I forgot. Let me go back to this. You mentioned about as we are getting up in age, you mentioned about yoga and stretching. That's what I wanted to get back to. Now I remember. So tell me a little bit real quick, because me personally, I am 42. You maybe have heard on a couple episodes, I've definitely said this before, I hate stretching. I hate kind of that. And it's slow. It's hard. It's not fun, right? It hurts. I love that you said you went a yoga approach as coffee's brewing, things like that. Can you talk about the importance? Uh, one of the favorite memes that's out there for runners is that stretching and runners hate doing it. And last thing I'll say about this, I've just always kind of felt like my first mile is when I loosen up. And unfortunately, that hides not stretching. But I will tell you, 
I'm not as mobile as I used to be. And it shows I can, but it's hard if I touch my toes, things like that. It's not an easy thing to do. Go, go ahead. I'm, can you talk about stretching and yoga? Can we go there just a little bit? Well, we are kindred spirits, my friend, because I hate it too. You know, yeah. I, I know I need to do that's why I was, I told my clients, I know there's stuff you don't like doing either. I don't like right. doing yoga. Like, I wasn't always a fitness guy, you know, so I wasn't born a fitness guy. So I will do a little bit. And it's, it's that consistency, like anything else. It, it's helping. The five-minute yoga that I do is helping. And I've started adding some foam rolling in there. and kind of yeah. loose muscles that way. I don't do much of it, man. I need to do more. I'm not perfect. I'm like everybody else who I train, that, which it's good for them to see, actually, that I'm not this, I'm up on Mount Fitness and you're down here. You know, no. we're all the same. You know, I was... That's how I got into fitness. If I was 250 pounds, I was a football player, and I was overweight, and the football career was over, right. I was either going to start gaining weight to the 300-pound mark, or I had to figure this stuff out. So, you know, this it, hasn't always been, they see me, see me now, I'm in pretty good shape, and they're like, oh, you can probably eat whatever you want, and you probably don't work out. I, was like, I do something every day for my health, physical, I work out, whether it's cardio or stretching or weights or something like that, every day, and I watch what I eat. I have to, or I can go back. I still go look at some of the, you know, my overweight pictures is motivation. Oh, wow. Yeah. Never, never again is kind of my, my motivation on that. So, and, but that has given me empathy for my clients. They see it and they hear that like, oh my gosh, I didn't know, you know? So I think that help has helped put me on this path because I lost that weight and I felt great. And I was like, man, I would love to help do other people, help other people do the same thing for the rest of my life. That's okay. awesome. That's awesome. You've been amazing to speak with. Anything like that, things you might want to say, something maybe I missed. If you can kind of tell us, what are some things that you'd like to share with our audience advice? Also, we're definitely guys going to put Joe Martin's information and his boot camp and things like that. Let me ask you that real quick, kind of before we end too. We talked about the pandemic. Do you do anything virtually? Do you have any kind of like online classes or areas where, you know, you speak to people? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, we have a online workouts, 30 minute workouts. So you can do anywhere you want to, anytime you want to come out four days a week. Three of them are strength based. One's cardio core kind of stretching and stuff like that. Uh, all you need is an exercise mat and some dumbbells. Uh, so huntsvillebootcamp.com is my website on that. And I just like to, to talk to some people. Maybe they're just becoming a runner. You know, I like to tell a quick story about my wife who was good. She was training for a half marathon one time and she wasn't really a runner. But one day she went out because it was on the training schedule. It was. 30 degrees, you know, it's windy, it's raining. So like 15 degrees wind with the wind chill. And she went out and knocked that run out. And she hates the cold. She hates the wind. She hates running. When you came back, I could just tell she had that identity of I am a runner. Right. You no. Know, so James Clear talks about if you kind of, if you make that identity of that person, like I am a runner, and then you give yourself bits of evidence that you're becoming that person. So if you're becoming a runner and you go out and you do a difficult run, you know, start giving yourself, look for evidence that you're becoming the person that you want to become. And that's a powerful thing. When you have that identity of, I am a runner. And you don't have to run 100 miles to be a runner. If you ran a mile today, if you ran half a mile, too, if you ran to the mailbox, you're a runner. And just keep at it. It's like anything else. Consistency will build up and you will become that person. I love that. That right there is a great thing to kind of end on. And, and I really, we're coming to that fourth quarter of this conversation. Please, you say, I have it in your bio. Please, can you also mention all maybe social and website places people can find you? Yeah, so you can, uh, you can check us out. The podcast is Relentless Positivity Podcast. It's on all the major podcast platforms, all that good stuff. Huntsvillebootcamp.com, probably the best hub for all that. You can see the online classes, the book, all that good stuff on there. If you want to go on there, we got a 21-day detox on there. If you want a free gift, we can go on there and get that. Uh, it's not one of these where you have to drink a bunch of crazy potions or anything. It's kind of get about getting all the junk out of your life. Yeah. You know, just all the sugars and all the caffeine and all that good stuff. It's, it's not easy, but man, it really works. 
Wow. I know. I appreciate that. Well, Joe, thank you so much. And I really appreciate your time. And you were someone I really wanted on the show. So I'm so happy that you came on. Guys, as always, man, all of you for listening and being part of this podcast and helping us grow. Thank every one of you so much. And Joe, again, thank you for your time. And uh, please, hopefully we'll see you again on, on an episode. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Thank you, guys, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs>